Welcome to episode number 145 of the Civil Engineering Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to helping civil engineering professionals succeed in work and life. All right, we're going to change it up a bit in this episode. And in this episode, we're going to focus on what high school students or really young adults should know about civil engineering. This episode was inspired because as the Engineering Management Institute platform has grown, we've started getting questions from parents with children in high school or even college asking questions like, what should my child know about the field of civil engineering? So we put questions out there to working civil engineers, including some of our listeners, and we're going to run through their responses in this episode. And we intend for this episode to be a resource that you can share with high school students or their parents or even your own children, to inform them about the profession of civil engineering. This episode will also be available on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash engineering careers. And our YouTube channel has grown quite a bit. So if you're interested in watching some of the episodes or seeing some of the other videos that we do there, like our engineering manager 8020 shorts, you can check them out there. Of course, I'm your host, Anthony Fasano. I am a licensed professional engineer who practiced as a civil engineer, but eventually decided I wanted to focus more on inspiring engineers rather than doing the engineering myself. So since then, I've written a book entitled Engineer Your Own Success and have traveled the world helping engineers. I've also had the honor of authoring the American Society of Civil Engineers Careers and Leadership column for the past few years. And in fact, I just recently published an article on the ASC Careers and Leadership blog entitled Three Keys to Leading Teams and Fostering Relationships in a Virtual Environment, which of course is the environment that we live in today. So you could check that out again. That's at the ASCE Careers and Leadership blog. Now, before we get started, I just want to say that I hope you're safe, you're doing well, and your family's safe. Of course, it depends on where you live in the U.S. or beyond as to the current kind of quarantine situation that you're in. I know that I'm here in northern New Jersey, just outside of New York City, and we're still in a heavy quarantine situation. This is the area of the United States that was really hit the hardest. And so even going to the the supermarkets still here is just an experience in itself with lines and all kinds of things that kind of we're going through. And just so many people have been sick and have, you know, died in the area. So it's been sad for sure. We're moving on here at EMI and trying to continue to inspire people and continue to put out our content, including our free Monday morning motivator videos that we've recently launched again on our YouTube channel. And we want to thank some of the contributors that we've had recently that have been contributing to our content as well. We're getting really good feedback on it. So I would just kind of inspire you to, you know, keep doing your thing. Civil engineers are are, are essential to our world in everything that they do. And we hope that through this podcast, we can kind of continue to inspire civil engineers worldwide. And this episode, I think, is important because as civil engineers, I think we do have a responsibility of helping to shape the next generation of civil engineers. And so that's why we, where we can, we like to put content out like this to inform people that don't know about civil engineering what it is, or students maybe that are interested in engineering and they're trying to decide between the different disciplines. So with that, let's dive into this change-up type episode, and let's run through some of the things that students or high school students should know about civil engineering. Civil Engineering Podcast. Civil Engineering Podcast. All right, so the way this episode is going to flow here is that we've received advice from many different civil engineering professionals 
that they wanted to share with high school students that might be interested in civil engineering. And I think a lot of this is even applicable to college students who are either in their freshman year considering civil engineering or they're in the civil engineering curriculum. However, before I jump into the advice, I want to start by just defining civil engineering for those that may not totally be familiar with what it is. And I'm actually going to read a definition that I really liked off of my alma mater's website, Columbia University, where I did my master's degree. Civil engineering is arguably the oldest engineering discipline. It deals with the built environment and can be dated to the first time someone placed a roof over his or her head or laid a tree trunk across a river to make it easier to get across. The built environment encompasses much of what defines modern civilization. Buildings and bridges are often the first constructions that come to mind, as they are the most conspicuous creations of structural engineering, one of civil engineering's major subdisciplines. Roads, railroads, subway systems, and airports are designed by transportation engineers, another category of civil engineering. And then there are the less visible creations of civil engineers. Every time you open a water faucet, you expect water to come out without thinking that civil engineers made it possible. New York City has one of the world's most impressive water supply systems, receiving billions of gallons of high-quality water from the Catskills over 100 miles away. Similarly, not many people seem to worry about what happens to the water after it has served its purposes. The old civil engineering discipline of sanitary engineering has evolved into modern environmental engineering of such significance that most academic departments have changed their names to civil and environmental engineering. So again, these are just a few examples of what civil engineers do. There are many subdisciplines. For example, my wife is a geotechnical engineer, meaning she practices in soils, soil engineering, or foundation engineering. And we could go on and on and on. So that just gives you a little bit of a background. But now we want to jump into the advice from civil engineers that's really related to the career of a civil engineer and things to be aware of with a civil engineering career. So the way this episode will run is simple. I'm going to read through some advice and information on civil engineering for high school and college students interested in civil engineering. And I'll also add my own comments in where I feel they might provide value based on my experience as a civil engineer as well. So Here's our first piece of advice from Joshua. Joshua is an engineering student, and this is an obvious place to start. He says, for me right now, my biggest challenge is I can't pay all the university fees, which prevents me from studying at the university level. So whether you're a student or a parent of a high school student, start to think about the cost of a civil engineering degree. As you'll hear as we go through this episode, the value in civil engineering is that it is extremely diverse with different disciplines and types of work that you can do which does make it a very stable career. However, just be sure to do your research on the cost of a civil engineering degree up front. Of course, like any college degree, I mean, that's going to be an issue for students going into any major. And I've always said about engineering, if you're going to invest that kind of money in a degree, a civil engineering degree gives you a lot of flexibility. I mean, you could practice in fields outside of civil engineering, even with this degree. So that's something to keep in mind. Next, here's some advice from Michael Fabiano, Vice President of High Point Engineering. Civil engineering is a vast and varied field of work. At the undergraduate level, in my experience, you are not taught what types of companies do what types of work, and rarely is it the case that a student in college knows what type of civil engineering they will have a passion for. My suggestion is to intern at different companies, attend industry events, seek out industry information interviews, use your school resources to the fullest, and start to build your network as early as possible. More than likely, you will start to eliminate those parts of the industry you know for sure you do not want to pursue. And sooner rather than later, the field of choice will emerge. 
Now, what I love about this advice from Michael is that there are many different disciplines in civil engineering, and often it is difficult for a recent graduate to see which one is the best place to start or which one they might be passionate about. And Michael's suggestion of interning at different companies and attending different events can certainly help you to make that decision, making the process easier. As I mentioned earlier, we're planning to publish some videos on our YouTube channel where we visit with civil engineers in different sectors at their workplaces. So if you are listening and you're interested in a career in civil engineering, go to youtube.com forward slash engineering careers and look for that civil engineering life playlist. We also had comments from three or four other practicing engineers basically stating that interning is invaluable and that you need to experiment with interning at different companies in different situations early on in your career, whether that be at the college level or even as a recent graduate. Next, here's some advice on the diversity of work in civil engineering from James Smith, project manager. Civil engineering is a very diverse field. We do a lot more than bridges and buildings. In the world of civil engineering, there's something for everyone. Even in my graduating class, in which we all took the same classes, my friends and I all do surprisingly different work, from bridges and buildings to roads and drainage, airports and cityscapes, environmental quality to oil and gas extraction and transmission, and oh, so much more. Civil engineering is supposedly the second oldest profession and is truly the grandparent of all engineering. As such, All engineering can trace their roots to the diverse field of civil engineering. Now, he also says civil engineering is about creative problem solving. No solution will work exactly for every scenario. Every problem is different, and you have to find a solution that meets your design requirements, budgets, customer needs, wants, and more. It can be challenging, but if you enjoy solving puzzles, civil engineering is a rewarding field. Civil engineering, more than any other profession, gives you the opportunity to see your designs come to life. This is probably my favorite part about civil engineering as opposed to other engineering fields. The key takeaway from the advice from James here, in my opinion, is that civil engineering often falls under a broad stereotype of bridges and buildings. At least that's what I thought it was when I first heard about it. And I know many young students that feel the same way. So I really like that James dispels kind of that misnomer. Next, here's some advice from Ben Tudigen, Principal Engineer with MBK Engineers. Civil engineering is a people-serving profession. That is what makes it both challenging and extremely rewarding at the same time. To excel in the profession, the development of strong technical and relational and communication soft skills is required. A career as a civil engineer is fulfilling in that you can solve challenging technical problems while providing important products and services for the community in which you live. I really love this advice from Ben. For me personally, this is exactly why I chose civil engineering, because I wanted to work on projects that had an impact in the world, and also I wanted to work on projects that I could see being built. And this really was one of the key factors in my decision. So I thank Ben for sharing this valuable advice. Here's another piece of valuable advice from William Marenka, a civil engineer practicing in land development. One thing is that there are so many different areas that they can specialize in and focus their careers on while being a civil engineer. This may be one of the most diverse fields in terms of where your career can take you as a civil engineer. In my opinion, the reason that this piece of advice from William is so important is because in the world we live in today that has a lot of variability, it's important to create stability in one's career. 
And since civil engineering is so varied and focuses really on a lot of the world's biggest challenges like traffic, climate change, lack of clean water, failing infrastructure, if you have a degree in civil engineering and you practice in one of these areas, you can fairly easily transition into another area of civil engineering. You may have to do some learning, of course, but you have the basic education to do so. And in my opinion, in today's world, that flexibility is absolutely critical to long-term career success. Next, here's a piece of advice from Jake Alley, a graduate structural engineer in the UK related to the size of companies you work for. Universities in the UK put a huge emphasis on large-scale civil engineering companies. However, there are so many opportunities within smaller companies. Now, I agree with Jake here in that there are just as many opportunities with smaller companies in civil engineering that there are with bigger companies. And I wouldn't necessarily say more or less. I would just say there are different types of opportunities. For me, I started my career with a civil engineering firm of about five people, and it gave me the opportunity to learn everything about the profession. However, that small firm was eventually acquired by a larger firm, which then gave me exposure to different opportunities. The bottom line here is that it isn't necessarily better to work at a larger or smaller engineering firm. Just know that there are positive opportunities in each situation. And by talking with people that work in both small and large companies, you can determine what those are. Next, here's a thought from Bill Levy, Senior Engineering Manager on Teamwork and Engineering. In fact, this is how he poses the question to students. How many of you are on a team or like to play sports on teams? Civil engineering is the ultimate team activity. I, as a geotechnical engineer, always work with other engineering specialties, structural, environmental, mechanical, electrical, etc. I work with them as a team to successfully design and build projects like your school. So thank you to Bill. This is so true. At the Engineering Management Institute, one of our main offerings is people skills training for engineers. And the reason we provide this training is because engineers need to interact with people on a very regular basis in order to achieve success with their projects. In fact, I often speak at engineering schools and many of the students tell me that they are becoming an engineer because they're not comfortable speaking or writing. The first thing that I say to them when I hear this is, you may have chosen the wrong profession because speaking, writing, and communicating overall are all critical skills in the engineering profession, which does involve many teamwork activities. Next, here's some advice from Irfan Alvi, president and chief engineer of Alvi Associates. And his advice is interesting because he has a daughter in high school. My daughter is in high school, and I found that high school students rarely know much about civil engineering. High school students need to know that while they may think that interesting engineering mostly involves electronics, computers, robotics, biotechnology, and other high-tech items, Civil infrastructure has always been fundamental to the functioning of societies, and it remains challenging and fascinating to work with water, air, soil, rock, timber, asphalt, concrete, steel, and so on, scaling from ranges of microscopic to miles. Awesome stuff here from Irfan. If you really think about civil engineering at the core, it's about the earth. It's about serving people. And when you put those two things together, it can make for a very rewarding career. Here's some interesting advice from professional engineer Dave Urena, and this goes beyond just civil engineering, 
But what it takes if you become a consultant as a civil engineer, which many civil engineers do at some point in their career. Dave says, being as though most engineers go into consulting at some point, I think there are two main things high school students should know about civil engineering. Civil engineering consulting is a for-profit business, and being a good consultant is a skill entirely of its own that most civil engineers take years to master. Dave goes on to say that the qualities of good consultants are as follows. Effectively and accurately track time. Keeps a planner and manages their effort across various projects. Prices their services conservatively enough based on projected time and materials. Drafts comprehensive yet succinct proposals and contract documents. Learns to under-promise and over-deliver. Is an effective communicator. Knows when to email versus when to pick up the phone and call. There's much more, but I think that this covers some of the basics. I really like this comment from Dave because he is taking it to the next level. While you've heard a lot about civil engineering already on this episode in terms of what it is, Dave again emphasizes the diversity of civil engineering here in that you might work for a government agency or you might be a private consultant working for a profit company, which many civil engineers end up doing at some point in their careers. And if you want to do that successfully, you can follow some of Dave's points. Next, here's a specific plug for water and wastewater from John Leberzin. The water and wastewater sector has become a high-tech, rapidly growing, secure industry that integrates the most exciting new developments from a range of disciplines, including civil, chemical, and mechanical engineering, biology, materials science, systems engineering, renewable energy, AI, IoT, ecology, management, and more, all in order to provide an invaluable service to society. Engineers working in our industry have huge opportunities for advancement, consistent employment, and will never be bored. Moreover, our industry is working hard to meet new inclusion goals and is actively seeking and recruiting a diverse crop of new employees. It's a great industry to join. So there's a good plug for the water and wastewater industry. However, I'm sure that many of the things John mentioned are applicable to different disciplines of civil engineering. You just have to do some of the research of those different areas. Next, here's a real important piece of advice from Rachel Kunkel, staff engineer, with regards to master's degrees in engineering. It's extremely valuable to get some work experience before getting a master's degree. It helps you better understand topics covered in your master's program, and it gives you perspective on what you're really going to be asked to do with the information. This is also important because the work experience will show what the majority of your day will be spent doing. There may be more writing, CAD work, or field work than the engineering curriculum first led you to believe. I totally agree with Rachel here, and in my own career, I went part-time for my master's in civil engineering while I was practicing civil engineering for a private consulting firm. And it was extremely helpful that I was able to see how the concepts at school related to my day-to-day job. I also think this is valuable advice because as you've heard already in this episode, there are many different disciplines of civil engineering. So if you seek a master's degree in a specific discipline of civil engineering before actually practicing that discipline and then come to find out that you prefer to switch into another discipline of engineering, some of that time and money spent on that master's degree could have been directed elsewhere. Next, we have some interesting advice related to the courses you take in school from civil engineer Stefan Barr. It's all about fundamentals. Having a very strong foundation in subjects such as calculus and physics makes being an engineer major much easier. 
Unfortunately, most college programs gloss over the first two years, which doesn't set students up for success. I'd even argue that the first two years as an engineering major will have a bigger impact on your success than the final two. Also, most colleges don't do a good job of teaching AutoCAD to the point where engineers need to be at for the industry. Any civil engineering student should take part in as many projects involving this software as possible. Great advice here from Stephen. And really, I think the key takeaway here is the AutoCAD part of it. Whether it's AutoCAD for you or a new software that comes out, being aware of the relevant software in the civil engineering world can be a huge advantage to you as a recent graduate. Because many of the experienced professionals won't have that knowledge. And so that can definitely differentiate you and get you into a really good company early on in your career. Before we wrap this one up, we had some great advice that we listed here in this episode from different civil engineering professionals that are currently practicing. However, we also had several other civil engineers who mentioned communication. So rather than walking through their comments, I just want to talk about that in general for a minute. As important as your technical skills are as a civil engineer, you have to communicate with people, whether that be other technical professionals or the public. We mentioned several times in this episode that civil engineering is a profession that serves the public, and when you're out in the public speaking with people you need to be able to communicate the benefits of your projects to, you better believe communication is important. So what does that mean for you as a student? It means you should practice your speaking skills. Many high schools have public speaking clubs. Join a club, get up in front of an audience as much as you can, anywhere, whether that means being a lecturer at your church or coaching younger kids in athletics. However, you can work on your communication skills, work on them because they are a critical component of civil engineering. Civil Engineering Podcast. Civil Engineering Podcast. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a little bit of a change up, something different, but I hope you found it useful and you can share it with people that will find it useful. And if you have any interest in doing STEM related work like this, you can always reach out to us through our website, engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. We're always looking to develop content like this to help inspire the next generation of civil engineers. And you can find the show notes for this episode at civilengineeringpodcast.com. Look for episode number 145. I hope that you're staying safe. One quick announcement that I do want to make before I let you go that we're very excited about is we are going to be kind of putting all of our civil engineering content together under one umbrella and launching the Civil Engineering Media and Entertainment Network that we'll refer to as the Cement Network. And we are excited about it. We have the Civil Engineering Podcast. We are got a couple of new shows in the works, including this week in civil engineering, which will be a kind of a 10 to 12 minute weekly podcast episode with current news and trends in civil engineering. And we've got a couple other tricks up our sleeve that'll be in the network as well. So we're excited to launch that and we'll keep you updated here on the podcast. But please, I hope that wherever you are, stay safe, be well, and I hope that we can continue to inspire you and help you to engineer your own success. Thank you for listening to the Civil Engineering Podcast. Be sure to visit civilengineeringpodcast.com where you can listen to past episodes and also submit your project to be featured on the show. We also invite you to visit our main website at engineeringcareercoach.com and download a free three-part video series created specifically for engineers to help you best utilize LinkedIn for networking, improve your communication and speaking skills, and also help to develop your leadership abilities. Now is the time to engineer your own success. 